for a single soul. Reaching a further and stepping in closer. Welcome to Living Life. Uh, there was a time last year about uh, where I had to change the tire of one of our members in the church parking lot. Uh, one of our members came up to me and she had never done it before and she had this flat tire. And she, when she found out that I could actually fix her tire, she was very, very surprised. Uh, I don't think that she knew that I could do stuff like this. And while I was on my knees changing the tire, uh, I could see her from the corner of my eye, right, how impressed she was. And I could see her taking a picture of me. And in that moment, I thought to myself, yes, she's going to take this picture, and then she's going to share it with others and tell the world how awesome a pastor I am, how awesome I am that I could, you know, fix this tire. And I, I was looking forward to that moment. Uh, but she never did post this online. She never did send it to others. Uh, she only sent me the picture and nobody else. And to be honest, I was a little bit disappointed because why? I really wanted to be acknowledged for this. You know, I wanted to have the likes or have the hearts or have the views, whatever we want to say. I wanted to be recognized even for something like this. And I think that's a very human tendency that we have. We want to be recognized uh, for even the smallest of deeds, uh, even something as small as changing a tire in the parking lot. Uh, but that's also a very dangerous sentiment that we hold inside. So in today's passage, through the words of Jesus Christ, because he knows that we have this inside of us, he gives us a great warning against wanting to be recognized. Uh, so join me in reading today's passage. Matthew chapter 6, verses 1 through 15. Be careful not to practice your righteousness in front of others to be seen by them. If you do, you will have no reward from your Father in heaven. So when you give to the needy, do not announce it with trumpets as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and on the streets to be honored by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing so that your giving may be in secret. Then your Father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. And when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you pray, go into your room, close the door and pray to your Father, who is unseen. Then your Father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. And when you pray, do not keep on babbling like pagans, for they think they will be heard because of their many words. Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask Him. This, then, is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. 
For if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their sins, your Father will not forgive your sins. Jesus tells us in today's passage, he says in verse 6, uh, Be careful not to practice your righteousness in front of others to be seen by them. If you do, you'll have no reward from your Father in heaven. Uh, Jesus' favorite word for the Pharisees uh, was calling them hypocrite. Uh, the word hypocrite actually comes from a word used for actors who will put on different masks uh, to play different roles within the same play. Uh, it was a way for Jesus to say that they're performing external acts of righteousness instead that masks their inner corruption. It's doing the right things for the wrong reasons. You know, when I was reading this passage, I was reminded of an old Friends episode. Uh, some of you might have watched Friends if you guys are a little bit older like I am. I was one of the main characters, Phoebe. Uh, she attempted to do a truly selfless act. Uh, but it was very difficult because every time she did something good, she received something good afterwards. Every time she did something good, she felt really good about herself afterwards. So it was really impossible for her to do a truly selfless act. Uh, so the question that I want to ask everyone there today is, is there such a thing as a truly selfless act? You know, for us to be able to get the answer to that question, we need to always ask ourselves, what is the motivation behind our actions? What is the heart that is driving me to do all of these things? Is it because I want recognition? Is it because I want people to like me or think highly of me? Is it because I do it because that's what Christians are supposed to do? Or because I think I am holy, therefore I need to do it in this way? Or is it because I want to please my Father in heaven? What is the heart behind all the things that we do? Do you guys pick up garbage only when people are around? Or do you guys pick up garbage at church when there's nobody around? What is the heart behind all of the things that you do? And Jesus tells us the best way for us to combat our selfish ways, our selfish intentions, is to do things in secret. When you're able to do things in secret and guard that action, then you're also guarding your heart against these you know, uh, tendencies that we hold inside of us and that we're only doing it purely because we want to please our Father in heaven. And when we are able to do that, and though we may not get recognized by anyone else, when we do these things in secret, then God recognizes us and God will give us that amazing treasure and the amazing reward when we go to heaven. And nothing in this world, I guarantee you, nothing in this world, not even a million likes or five billion views can compare to the gift and the reward that God has for us in heaven. Now, as we continue on today's passage, uh, Jesus talks about the second practice of piety. Uh, the second one is prayer. You know, the Jews were meant to pray several times a day. They had different times they were set to pray, that people were to gather and pray. Whatever they were doing, they had to stop and they had to pray. But Jesus, as he's talking about prayer, emphasizes the need for privacy. His focus is on the intimacy of the relationship between God and the person that is praying. That when you are praying to God, you are in this deep communion with him, and it's meant to be a beautiful, powerful, and a private thing. So, for example, say that you had to uh, have a, a, a deep conversation with your earthly father. You know, you had to ask him some questions that are very personal and stuff with your earthly father here. 
Uh, would you go in the middle of a room with a lot of different people and start talking to them about that? Of course not. You and your father will go to somewhere very private, just where you and he is, and then you guys will start talking. Then why, when we are talking to our Heavenly Father, are we okay with screaming it out, making a big show out of it, uh, showing others that we're talking to him about this deep personal communion thing? Uh, that is not what Jesus wants us to do. Uh, Jesus wants us to pray with a heart that is not seeking attention, but instead that's a heart that's seeking him as well. You know, prayer is not meant to be a show. You know, I'm reminded of the story of Elijah versus the prophets of Baal. The prophets of Baal, when they were praying to their false god, they danced, they jumped, they literally cut themselves, they shouted for hours and hours and hours on end. And that false god did not answer them. What did Elijah do? Elijah just talked with God, and God answered his prayer right away. You know, Jesus ends today's passage by telling us how we aren't meant to pray and gives us what we call the Lord's Prayer. Uh, I like calling it the Lord's Prayer, but I actually have a better word for it, a better name for it, a disciple's prayer. It's the way that his disciples are meant to pray. It's a model prayer that Jesus gives to us, almost perfect version. You know, simply put, the first half is about us focusing on God. Father in heaven, his name is holy, his kingdom come, his will be done. And then afterwards, only after we have acknowledged God for who he is, then we could ask for what we need our daily bread, our daily provisions, forgiveness of our debts, and so on and so on and so on. You know, I love this progression here. It's praising God first and then asking for what we need afterwards. Uh, but what I love about this prayer is that God never says we can't talk to him about anything. Everything is on the table when we pray to God. Everything, whatever we need, however we feel, whatever it is, if we pray with this heart, we know that God will not only hear us, but he will also answer us as well. So today, uh, as we meditate on his word, let us remember that we need to have this private communion with God, that not only our good deeds, but our prayers as well, that we need to keep them guarded and guard even against our own natural tendencies and instead being able to fully trust in God and have faith in him only. after Jesus teaches us his prayer, uh, he ends today's passage like this. He says, For if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. Uh, but if you do not forgive others their sin, your Father will not forgive your sins. He says, Forgive as you forgive others. Uh, the purpose of this statement is to once again show us that it's not about us. That what God wants us to do is to be able to respond in faith with our very actions, with our very lives, that because we know that we have received salvation and forgiveness from him, that we too need to respond by active faith, by responding, by forgiving others as well. So today, as we take this time to pray, let us not forget that it's not over when we say amen, that we need to continue on this faith for the rest of this day, uh, the rest of every day, and the rest of our lives. Uh, let us all come together and pray. Uh, Lord, we thank you so much for giving us this message and once again reminding us uh, that our tendencies are usually very selfish, uh, that we want to do good things not for others, but usually for our betterment, for our selfish desires and need to be recognized. Lord, we pray today that in all the things that we do, 
uh, whether it's righteous acts, whether it's helping others, whether it's praying, whatever it may be, that we take the time uh, to guard our hearts and be able to take that time and just do it in private. Uh, let us not be tempted by our own selfish desires, but instead let us continue to put our faith in you and trust in you and know that even though no one else may recognize us, uh, that you know the contents of our hearts and that you will be with us and that you'll always bless us. Lord, we thank you and we love you. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. For a single soul Lichina Pardo and Stepping in Prosa CGM